All right, everyone, welcome to today's newest episode of Heal Thyself. Thank you for joining, rating, reviewed, subscribing. We have a pack show. Been waiting for a very long time to do this water show, and it's so big that we needed to split it into two shows. So we have part one coming now, covering all things water. Part two, we'll talk about what's going to go in there. We have a water expert coming in as our special guest. So without further ado, let's get to talking about water. All right, everyone, as I mentioned, today's Knowledge Bomb is going to be on all things water. Let me just jump right into it because we know that this is a pillar of health and it can't be overstated. Water, water, water. There's a reason why I wake up in the morning and I grab water first thing and start chugging it, right? Water is life. It is essential in our body's reactions. We are made up of majority of water. So we have to understand where do we get our water? How do we clean our water? Is all water created equal? And why is our water contaminated the way it is? So let's get some empowering information so we can make some informed decisions, okay? So if you look back on my Instagram, one of my first very posts was on water for this very particular reason because of the importance in our overall health. And I mentioned it can't be understated. Um, what we need to know particularly is how we can do better with our water intake. So let me give you some tidbits. Only 2.5% of the world's water is considered fresh water, okay? In America, about 40% of the rivers and 46% of our lakes are polluted, right? Three out of four houses in the U.S. have tap water containing contaminants that exceed safety limits, right? About 21 million Americans drink water that violates US, U.S. health standards. So a 2017 investigation into about 680,000 water quality and monitoring violations from the EPA showed some astounding results. As many as 63 million people, nearly half the United States, were exposed to potentially unsafe water more than once during the past decade. Largely, this is a result of six decades of industrial dumping, farming pollution, and water plant and distribution pipe deterioration. Did you know, actually, by this year, the average age of America's water pipes are going to be about 45 years old. This is a very specific factor for the contamination of our water. And about 600 towns in the United States have pipes more than a century old. So as far as unsafe water violations, some of these places that needed water reform or uh, a change in these violations that were consistently being shown took up to two years to fix the issue. And also, some towns had up to decade-old violations by the EPA, and they're still getting contaminated water. So when it comes to water, these legal standards don't necessarily equal that it is safe, right? The EPA has not set new tap water standards in almost 20 years, and some standards are more than 40 years old. Right? But think about how much has changed in the industry and water contamination since, because those industries change rapidly. Lots of time, the worst water that we see are in small communities, poor communities, and minority communities. Right, And you don't believe me, look how long it took Flint, Michigan to get clean water, about five to six years. I'm going to give a particular example. It's not, this whole talk is not about PFAS right? These are forever chemicals. But I want to talk about PFAS and how it relates to water quality. So you can get a microcosm of what's going on. So it's, the PFAS are just one of the many chemicals in water known as forever chemicals. They're resistant to breakdown and they come from industries like Teflon or Scotchgard, right? All of these things that are water repelling. And they've been linked to cancers, we know that, liver damage, low birth weight, and a multitude of other health problems. The EPA says, 
110 million Americans are contaminated with PFAS from the water. But an environmental working group laboratory investigation reveals that it was far, far too low. They found actually the PFAS were in dozens of United States cities and major metropolitan areas, the top being Miami, Philadelphia, New Orleans. Uh, and some of the other cities having higher amounts also are like Washington, D.C. That was up there. Um, but the results confirmed that the number of Americans exposed to PFAS had been dramatically understated by the EPA. And the Environmental Working Group's results actually are in stark contrast to nationwide sampling by most public water systems mandated by the EPA between 2013 and 2015. In the 34 places where the Environmental Working Group tests found PFAS contamination has not been, not been publicly report, reported by the EPA or state environmental agencies. So it's like the EPA missed it or didn't report the proper findings. So if you look into this and you do some research, you'll find some really good articles out there. There's a really good one by Reuters. And they're saying, quote, the EPA has, has known since at least 2001 about the problem with PFAS in drinking water, but has so far failed to set an enforceable nationwide legal limit. The EPA said early last year that it would begin to, the process to set limits on two of the chemicals, PFOA and PFOS, right? So there's no regulation on this chemical. They've known about it since 2001. It is absolutely connected to many diseases and it's in our water and they admit it on the low end 110 million people are exposed. Um, furthermore, there's another quote. In 2018, a draft report from the Office of the United States Department of Health and Human Services said the risk level for exposure to the chemicals should be up to 10 times lower than the 70 parts per trillion threshold that the EPA recommends. The White House and EPA tried to stop this report from being published, right? And I agree, there is a need to be stricter regulation on PFAS, regulated by the EPA, right? So the EPA is putting 70 parts per trillion, but actually the Environmental Working Group is saying one part per, tr per trillion is the strict standard uh, level of PFAS because they're so toxic and they don't go away from nature. They don't break down, they last forever, unfortunately. And we know contaminated drinking water can lead to gastrointestinal disease, neurological disease, immune dysfunction, hormonal disruption, birth defects, developmental delays in children, and cancer. So now you have an idea overall who's protecting your water and how loose those regulations are, just like the cosmetics part of it. As how loose those regulations are, uh, let's look at why it's basically contaminated in the first place so you understand what's happening. All right, what are the main sources of water contamination? Well, we get pollution from rainfall, mining, which is a huge source of heavy metal contamination, animals, right, a huge source of bacteria, viruses, parasites, and other microorganisms, the petroleum industry, right, that's crude oil and petroleum byproducts that are getting in the water. Agriculture is one of the main sources of herbicides and pesticides. The medical industry, we know, is a main source of pharmaceuticals in our water. Industrial byproducts, about 70% of industry waste is dumped into bodies of water, responsible for heavy metals, semi-volatile organic compounds like refrigerants, res resins, plastics, adhesives, also that we know has health risks. Inorganic non-metallics like chloramine, chlorine, chloride, fluoride, right? Sewage, that's pathogens and microorganisms, right? About 1.2 trillion gallons of sewage are dumped into U.S. water annually. 
What about landfills? Sure, responsible for microorganisms, pharmaceuticals, heavy metal runoff. Water treatment plants, all right? So although they're removing these contaminants to their standard, which in my estimation is way too high, but in, in the contaminants on their standard, we're also putting in inorganic non-metallics like chlorine and fluoride, which shouldn't be in our water. So as far as tap water, I don't believe this should be an option for you or your children, right? There are standards for water, but once it leaves the treatment plan, as I mentioned, but to make sure that you don't become acutely sick from drinking it, that's the standards, right? Still, the water contains a whole slew of contaminants, which we don't want to be exposed to daily, right? As a result, there still are contaminants in there. Now, as a rule of thumb for me, I recommend usually about half your body weight in ounces per day minimum of water. But imagine cumulatively drinking that much water, not even counting if you're working out or sweating and working outside or something, cumulatively putting that water together over time and it's tap water. Because day in and day out, we know that you're exposed to microbes in the water, right? Pharmaceuticals like antidepressants, birth control, hormone disrupting medicines, pesticides, herbicides, PFAS. Remember I mentioned the forever chemicals, which are way too high, nitrates, fluoride, chlorine, and their byproducts, heavy metals, microplastics, right? As a whole, that's in our water. That's in our tap water. Certainly, if you're immunocompromised or you have children or infants or you're pregnant, water quality even becomes more important, so the Environmental Working Group has an awesome tap water database, right? Again, I said, remember, legal does not mean that it is safe, right? It does not mean that it is safe at all. Getting a passing grade from the federal government does not mean that water meets health, the latest health guidelines, okay? So Environmental Working Group health guidelines fill in the gap completely in these outdated government standards. Remember I talked about this. Some of them haven't been updated for 40 years. The federal government's legal limits are not health protective is exactly what I've been saying. So this is really cool. You go to their website, you type in your zip code, right? This is the Environmental Working Group tap water database. You type in your zip code and you get your results for your town. The Environmental Working Group's drinking water quality report shows the results of these tests conducted by the town water utility and provided to the Environmental Working Group or by town board control or their state department or the US Department, uh, the US EPA Enforcement and Compliance History Database. So they're gathering information both on a state and federal level about what's going on in the water in your town and they're reporting it back to you. So I did it on my town, right? So I typed in my hometown in New Jersey and I saw where I grew up basically and what I found was 31 contaminants in the water and 14 exceed Environmental Working Group guidelines. The first is arsenic. You know I talk about arsenic all the time. This is why I do these heavy metal reviews because arsenic is a really nasty heavy metal, right? One of the worst potential effects being cancer. What I found in my hometown it was 71 times higher than it should be. That is the Environmental Group's Healthy Guideline. And this utility had 0.285 parts per million, right? And the Environmental Working Group's Healthy Guideline is 0.004 parts per million, 71 times higher than their uh, Healthy Guideline. What about another nasty chemical, bromodichloromethane? This is a, a potential effect is cancer also. It's found 159 times higher than the Environmental Working Group's healthy guideline for this utility. And then this one being the highest of all, total trihalomethanes, right? T-T-H-M-S. The potential effect being cancer down the line, and we see 336 times the Environmental Working Group's healthy guideline at the utility in my hometown. So that was really cool to see overall and shows the need for water filtration, right? And it's interesting to see me living in LA now and my town in, in Venice had 
less contaminants than did my small town in New Jersey. So again, I mentioned, remember, small towns, uh, minority towns, low-income towns have been shown to have worse water quality. So I would urge you all, go on that website, type in your zip code, and check it out. All right, so that's the knowledge bomb section for this water, but now let's go over, let's do a product review and go over some water filters, right? There's different prices for water filters. What should you have now? What should you have later? Should you invest? Is it worth it? I'm gonna give it to you all. So today's knowledge bomb is going to be on water filters, which one you should get, which one you should invest in, and everything in between. So. I spoke about bottled water already in the past. I spoke about BPA and the, the toll it takes on the environment and just the overall cost. So bottled water, I'm not going to talk about in this um, product review segment. I want to talk about the water filter. So there's different types of water filters. And I'm going to preface, I have no affiliation with any water filter company. Um, I am speaking clearly from an objective standpoint. And I will mention the one that I use. Um, no water filter out there removes all the contaminants. And remember, they all need maintenance, right? So one of the most popular um, design for water filters are the activated carbon ones, right? Activated carbon basically use activated charcoal in their filters, right? And you can also get it in air filters. They use activated charcoal too. But it removes some of the nasties by drawing the nasties to them and then holding them in their pores, right? And you basically replace them once all the pores in the pockets get filled up. Uh, and we know... Activated charcoal works with food poisoning in a, in a similar way, and that's because it's large surface area. It's able to attract and hold in those toxins, right? So according to the EPA, activated carbon is the only filter technology that is recommended to remove all 32 certified organic contaminants, um, as well as 14 pesticides, including glyphosate, and 12 of the most common herbicides. So Brita, Brita is a very popular activated carbon one. It's probably the cheapest one. So what I say is this, look, if you're gonna start with a filter and you're really, really on a tight, tight budget, then Brita will be better than nothing, right? It filters about 30 contaminants. It does not filter out fluoride, which is for me is very huge, especially if you have children. Um, I do not like the quality of plastic that they use. They use, I worry about hormone disrupting chemicals. The reservoir of basically what the Brita is made out of, it's called styrene. Um, it's about $35. And again, it would be good for a short-term investment, but I would actually recommend a more comprehensive filter. Um, and again, 35 bucks. So what I'm gonna say is if you can, and you still are on a, on a, a tight budget, there's another filter that is like the Brita, but much, much better. Um, it's about double the amount of money, but it's still much, much better. It's actually the one that I had in med school for a few years, uh, and that's the ProPure G2.0 um, water filter. It's the water pitcher, but I'm speaking about it because it does, f for the money, for being double the Brita, it does way much, way more uh, for cleaning out your water, right? It, redu it reduces contaminants like heavy metals, volatile organic compounds, monochloramines, pesticides, herbicides, pharmaceutical drugs, fluoride, bacteria, viruses, giardia. Um, and it has an add-on filter that you just have to change every, for me, I was changing it every few months because I really wanted clean, clean water, but uh, I was also drinking a lot of water. But so to follow what they say, but they remove PFAS also, which is really cool. Again, this is the one that I used in medical school, but the, my favorite part of all is it gets rid of fluoride. It gets rid of glyphosate and 200 other contaminants as a whole. And they actually share their lab report on their website, their third-party testing, much more transparent, um, so much better comparable to a Brita. So if you are on a budget, this is probably the best one you can get at the moment. The downside of it is, again, it's in a plastic reservoir, which is actually why I changed it 
towards the end of my experience with it is because I didn't want to use the plastic reservoir anymore, okay? So the one that I have now, um, in my opinion, is the best one out there is the Berkey. The Berkey water filter removes 99.5% of contaminants in water, over 200 in total. It shows its independent lab testing. It reflects that they do remove all of that. I like this one a lot. This is the one that I have. It's a little bit more maintenance, a little complicated, but it does the job. I've drank from a lot of the high-end water filters, and for me, this is the best tasting one, but it removes heavy metals like chromium, lead, arsenic, mercury, all the other ones that I speak about, pesticides, all of the ones that we know are causing major health risks, including glyphosate, semi-volatile organic compounds, as I mentioned, like industry refrigerants, resins, plastics, adhesives, all that nasty stuff that I mentioned before. It also removes chlorine, chloramine, chloride, fluoride, all of that crap. Um, now, the fluoride, I will, I will actually say that to remove fluoride, it's another filter that you use. Um, so there is a particular fluoride filter that's, uh, that is extra cost. Um, not much more, but it is an extra cost. And then pharmaceuticals, it also removes all of that crap, antidepressants, birth control, Tylenol, ibuprofen, petroleum, gasoline products, crude oil, microorganisms, all of the nasty bugs out there. Um, so yeah, again, I mentioned it is my favorite one. Um, it also leaves some minerals in there for you, but also I don't really count on my water for mineral intake. I count on my food more so, but it's nice that some minerals are left in there. I actually, either way, every time I purify water, I add in minerals. So the one that I have is actually the Travel Berkey, and that's $250. It's good for one or two people. If you have a family of three or four, you might want to get a bigger one. You can check their website. Um, there are similar systems that purify this just as well, just like the Berkey. Um, the ones that comes to mind is a ProPure Gravity Filter. It's cheaper uh, on the surface, about $190, but the problem is the price per gallon is very different. It's much more expensive than the Berkey's water filter, and the lifespan is much longer, and it purifies faster. So on the surface, again, the ProPure Gravity Filter filter is cheaper, but you know, in, in the long run, you want to make sure that if you're getting, if you're stuck between the two, you just go and get the Berkey one. Okay. All right. Reverse osmosis is a very, uh, it's the OG one. It's really, uh, powerful. It uses a membrane to take out the solutes with pressure and by the semi-permeable membrane, it's put, it's allowing in water and holding back all those contaminants. And then you get purified water. It's usually a pre-filter gets out dirt sediment, then the reverse osmosis happens, and then a post-filter gives it a final scrub. And then the water is stored in a storage tank. For many people, reverse osmosis is on, under the sink, so the water is staying in that storage tank. It's very effective at removing contaminants like the Berkey. Um, not all systems are created equal because the semi-permeable membrane has different pore sizes. Uh, approximately, on average, it's 0.1 microns, but it can average, uh, can span from 0.05 microns to 5 microns, right? So the better probably more expensive uh, reverse osmosis systems are going to have smaller pores. For the most part, they effectively remove all those things that I mentioned with the Berkey. The only concern, I have uh, two concerns, one of which being that the holding tank can hold the purified water for a while, right? So think about it, you're purifying the water, it goes through the post filter and then it's in the holding tank and then you're, and then it's continuously bringing in new water and how long till that holding tank fully empties and new water comes in, or is it just being recycled water? So that's a little bit of my concern with reverse osmosis for sure. Although there are many brands that, um, that are out there that are really, really good. And the turnover is pretty fast, which is really good. Um, I would really do the research on the brands and ask them those questions. Again, also pesticides and herbicides aren't, aren't always removed by reverse osmosis because some of these pesticides and herbicides are actually, their molecules are smaller than water. So they pass those semi-permeal mem membranes that allow water in, they get in there like uh, someone sneaking into the nightclub behind someone. So, um, 
I had this at my last place, so I, I had reverse osmosis. I used that a little bit, and then I used the Berkey. Um, it came with the place. I will speak about the AquaTrue. The AquaTrue is many uh, health professionals' favorite one. It's basically reverse osmosis, but above the counter. So it, it sort of like hacks the issue with the holding tank and the water being held there for a while because the turnover is much quicker. Um, doesn't remove as many contaminants as the Berkey. It, had, it removes 82 contaminants, but it does include all of the heavy metals and fluoride and PFAS and glyphosate, which is really good. Um, again, it's regarded as one of the top ones along with the Berkey. For me, I drank from the AquaChew and the Berkey. I think the Berkey is smoother and it's just better tasting water, but, um, but the AquaTrue is a really good one also. My problem with the AquaTrue is this. I think they should consider removing the Triton plastic. That's what the plastic is made out of, is Triton, right? Also, the Nutribullet's made out of it, the Vitamix is made out of it. And there's a lot of controversy behind it. It's not across the board uh, accepted to be safe. A lot of third-party testing actually suggests that it does have estrogenic activity, and you can also see studies on this, but the developer Eastman stands by the contrary and saying that it is safe. So for me, it's controversial. I'd rather have it holding in a stainless steel tank like the Berkey. Um, the AquaTrue is about $450. So both companies though, they, they provide third-party testing. It's accessible. I love that. You know how I feel about third-party testing. I think it's a good idea maybe putting in your zip code, uh, seeing what contaminants are in your water, then going to the websites of the water filter that you're looking for and make sure that that chemical or contaminant is being removed by the water filter that you want to get. All right. So part two will be coming next week. Um, again, I, the water show I know would take forever. If you're wondering if I missed anything, I promise you I didn't. The next show I'll be talking about different types of water from spring water to distilled water. I'll be talking about hydrogen water, structured water. And then lastly, uh, I will be reviewing the Kangen water system in my product review. So sit tight until next week. And uh, yeah, that's a product review. Cannot wait to get our special guest, uh, Tracy Dews. She's all about water. She is a water princess, a water queen and everything in between. So uh, let's get to the special guest segment. All right, everyone, today's special guest, a very, very special one, like I always say, but she's going to drop so many bombs on us because we have yet to talk about water. And I've been waiting to talk about water, but I've been waiting to get her here. Now she's here. This is Tracy Dew. She's an amazing hydration expert. She knows everything in between water and health. And they're going to drop all the bombs for us. She runs wellness retreats, and she's starting her own new podcast called Hydrate Podcast, which we're going to get into. It's amazing. Without further ado... Tracy Dews. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for lucky. coming. All the way from San Diego, not too far, but far enough. Yeah. So you you've impressed me so much with your knowledge on water. Oh, thank you. But like before we even start talking about that, like what draws your interest into into water? You know, something something that is not as sexy as like let's say uh, gut health. <laughs> right? Like no, people I don't... I think to differ. No, water's oh. very sexy. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm talking about the general public. For me, water is like the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but tell me, how do you get drawn into that topic or that part of health? What's... That's a great question. Well, I mean, if we look at it, 90, around 98% of the molecules in our body are water molecules. So mm -hmm. I thought, mm, I don't know. I'm kind of a, a science nerd. So I'm like, if, if we're 98% water molecules, shouldn't we be thinking about that? As number one. <laughs> Right? Yeah, 100%. But we don't think about it as much. It's like, well, as long as I have this filtered water here, then it must be getting into my cells and 
osmotically balanced between mm-hmm. the fluid outside and the fluid inside the cells, but that's not the case. So It's not always the case. No. So that brings me to my next question. Water quality is super, super important to you. Yes, absolutely. Right. Because look, like when I was in college, I didn't think about it. I just like, whenever I drank water, I drank water. Yeah. And I felt okay. I'm sure it wasn't at my optimal health, but now I'm really paying close attention to how much water I'm taking in. Before we jump into that, how much water would you say that people should be drinking? Does it matter on the size, on the activity, or like, is there a rule of thumb first and foremost that people need to know? I love that question because there isn't a one size fits all. It's really getting in tune with your body because some people are having microbiome dysbiosis and they're not able to absorb the Mm -hmm. water. Sometimes the water they're drinking isn't able to get into the cells or there's a imbalance um, with the minerals. And so they're not able to absorb it. And we can get into that later, Mm -hmm. but there is not a one size fits all. You really need to um, fill your body out because as I've changed the water I've drank, uh, I drink less. I need less water. Mm. Um, If I drink too much, that can be a bad thing too, right? Mm -hmm. So I think I would just say to people, as you get hydrated, you're going to notice you're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to sleep better. Your you know, mental acuity is going to be so much more enhanced. And everything in your body is going to feel supreme. Mm-hmm. So that's when you know you're hydrated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's incredible how much of us are dehydrated. Yeah. I'll it's never an epidemic. Forget, yeah. I'll never forget the story where, or the story, like my experience where I was with my friend and she was complaining about a headache all day. And I, I just stopped her. I was like, did you drink water today? Because <laughs> for me, I was actually looking for other things too. I was like, well, maybe you ate this. And yeah, I was trying to figure. Right? And then I stopped myself and I said, do you drink water? And she goes, actually, I didn't. I kid you not. She drank about a liter of water in an hour, completely gone. The wow. But, but Simple, it, right? The sim- yeah, the simple interventions of understanding what hydration is, right? Yeah. When we're dehydrated, what are some of the things that we may feel? You're going to feel probably lethargic, mm-hmm. tired. You might feel more hungry. A lot of times we think we're hungry and we're actually thirsty. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, one of the first signs of thirst is usually hunger pains. There may be mental fog. Um, long-term effects are your weight's going to suffer, your sleep patterns are going to suffer, um, your joints aren't going to fill mm-hmm. as fluid. Every part of the body, Every again, part, you said. 98% Yeah. water molecules, right? I mean, it matters. For us, you're saying like, Knowing when we're hydrated, we have to pay closer attention to our body, how we feel when we're yeah. dehydrated, yeah. which actually we can constantly be in that state because a lot of us are so good. Most of us are just accommodating, acclimating to our states and going, okay, well, this is my normal. Yeah. And then, you know, you drink, you start hydrating yourself and you go, wow, I feel great. And right. You don't know how just... bad you feel until you feel good. You yeah. notice that with yeah. your health? Yeah, 100%. The more I've gotten so optimized, I'm like, whoa, I was in a really bad state five 10 years ago, but I didn't even know it. Because we forget about it. Well, because this is what we do as humans. We acclimate. Mm -hmm. We're made to acclimate to our environment, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever it is, if I lived in a desert and I could only have, you know, 16 ounces of water every day, my body would probably acclimate to that, right? Yeah. But is it optimal? No. There's so many different types of water. Um, Bottled water, Brita water, then there's a million other water filters, different types. Can... Let's say I've never, I just, I'm drinking Poland Spring mm-hmm. and that's all I've been drinking. And now I'm starting to get into more water and water quality. What things do I need to start looking for first and foremost? 
So there's many aspects to water, and the two I like to focus on are the chemical aspect and the physical aspect of water. So let's start with the chemical. We want to make sure that the water is free of contaminants, and that's pretty easy to do. Getting distilled water, reverse osmosis water, um, you could have water sent to your home. Most people get whatever, sparklets. Mm. I would say the best is to get mountain spring, though, because that's it's clean of contaminants, it's free of contaminants. Mm -hmm. um, and so you want to start with that. Mm -hmm. That that's an important thing. The the chemical the chemistry of the water. Yeah. Then the next thing is the physics of the water, and that's an important aspect that a lot of us are not looking into. Because when you get water, what do you do? You look at a label and it says filtered, and you're mm -hmm. like, great, this I'll is perfect. It. I'll take it, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, but it then we look at okay. When you drink distilled water or reverse osmosis water alone, a lot of times you're not going to feel completely hydrated, and that's because it may be missing all of the trace elements that it needs, and those trace elements are what help it get into the cell. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a really important aspect to mm -hmm. the water that I think a lot of people are missing. Mountain spring water has its own minerals, and that's why a lot of people feel better with mountain spring water as mm -hmm. opposed to just a straight filtered water. For... Mountain spring water, that's that, just to be clear for people, they're literally getting it from the mountain, right? <laughs> and and filtering, is it filtered at all or is it straight from the mountain? Yeah, so it depends on the company. I oh, mean, there's okay. like raw living spring water. And they, they go straight, straight from, from there, the mountain. Right? You okay. know, there's things that they have to do to it, um, but it depends on the company. Okay. Back to the chemistry of it. Like, we want to clean it of contaminants. And I'm such a proponent of that. Like, yes. I have my own water filter and I'm always mentioning different types of water filters. Um, they all work a little differently, right? Is there one that's better than the other? Like, let's say there's the carbon filters, right? Those are the ones that are like the Brita yeah. or, or the Berkey uses a carbon filter yeah. um, versus reverse osmosis. Do you like one better than the two? I really am a proponent of the reverse osmosis because mm -hmm. I think it does a, a really good job of cleaning everything out that should be out of there. Um one thing with the reverse osmosis that you have to be careful with, though, is a lot of the RO machines have a holding tank. Mm -hmm. And that holding tank, the water will come into the tank and maybe, you know, say you have a five-gallon tank and you use two gallons that day. There's another three gallons sitting in that mm -hmm. tank. And then when you don't use that three gallons, the next day, another two gallons gets put on top of it. So what's happening? Right. That water is up. sitting yeah. there. Mm -hmm. How long has it been sitting there before that tank's been emptied? Right. Could it have been years? Mm. Think about what when you have moist, dark place, what's happening there? A little mildew. Let's go back up, to microbiology. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a nightmare. Mm. So people that are having autoimmune issues, especially um, autism, any type of compromised system, we want to make sure that they are not drinking out of an RO system that has a holding tank. Okay. So, and, and are most of those holding tanks the, uh, under, under, under the sink the ones? Sink. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's interesting because the technology of reverse osmosis, those membranes, they clean, cleanse everything out, the chemistry of the water, and it's really nice. And then Later, they wanted to create the holding tank to make it more convenient, but that's where we've gone wrong. Mm -hmm. So I love the AquaTrue. Um, that is a reverse osmosis that sits on your counter, and within minutes, you put some water in, and then you have the reverse osmosis, and there's there's no holding tank. It, well, I mean, it has a little container, but you know, you drink that whole thing during the The turnover day. is fast. The turnover is fast, okay, yeah. Okay, I see. And yeah. you can see what's in there. 
And so it doesn't have technically this dark holding tank under the sink that you're not thinking about. Okay, so that AquaTrue is a reverse osmosis system. Yes. It's just over the counter. It's on, it's on top of the counter. Okay, yeah. on top of the counter. Um, and you can have a good visible view of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you can see. Which is great. Yeah. So reverse osmosis basically uses this membrane to, to take out the solutes. Yes. Or to hold back the solutes and purify the water. Um, and, and the carbon filters sort of do that too. Right, just the, the the mechanism is a little different, but it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean it, it's different, but but it, the carbon is it is absorbing things. But I think personally, I really like to use reverse osmosis because I'm assured it depends on your water system where you live. Mm. Okay, so what's your water source? What's in the water, and mm -hmm. then that's going to determine what type of filter you need. Mm -hmm. So I can't just make a Broad, broad statement. Yeah. statement. Mm -hmm. Okay, everyone carbon filters great, or everyone this, but that's why I like reverse osmosis because it, it's very uh, comprehensive. It's like standardized, where you know that that membrane is going to get rid of all, all of these things. Okay, the uh, chemistry of the water will be clean for you. Okay, yeah. So then you have this clean water, whether you use the Berkey or the AquaTrue, which I know the two like really big ones as far as filters. Yeah. Um, which are a little bit more exp or more expensive than uh, you know the Brita that I had when I was younger. Right. Um, but but if if you have the Brita, should is that okay to stick with, or should we like start maybe putting money aside if 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 we can't afford it to invest in something like like you said, AquaTrue or Berkey or something like that. The AquaTrue I think is only like I don't know four hundred dollars or mm -hmm. something like that. It's not it's not compared a bad price. to like the the whole house systems yeah, which are thousands and thousands. Yeah, it's not expensive. Um, and I think you change the filters, you know, every six months. But honestly, I mean, if we are, we're talking about water and how much of our body is comprised of water molecules, I think it's something that everyone should invest in, right? Mm -hmm. We're drinking it every day. We're drinking it. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like for every molecule that you're putting into your body, you're placing for something else, right? So seven years from now, what molecules am I going to be made out of? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> As our body turns over. Yeah. So for something like the Brita, it's a carbon filter, but it's not getting rid of everything that, let's say, these higher quality ones are, Yeah. which is great. One thing that I know I love is that you can look up in your uh, municipality the water. Uh, there's different websites where yes. you can actually see what contaminants are in the water. Yes. I remember checking it for when I was back in New Jersey. Yeah. And there were some contaminants in there that are known carcinogens, and some of them were pretty high. Yes. Yes. And it depends on where you live. It's pretty alarming sometimes. Yeah. It, it was like an episode of Erin Brockovich or the movie Erin yeah. Brockovich. I right. was like, I was, I was investigating. I was like, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, look what we have here. Exactly. I was like, very high amounts in our town water. Um, all right. So then you clean up this water and... It, the minerals are gone. And, and Most now, of them, not 100%. But yeah. Yeah. So then people freak out. They're like, I don't want this type of water because it gets rid of the minerals. Yes. How do you feel about that? Do we do we replenish them or do should we get be getting all our minerals from water in the first place? Like, How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's an awesome question. I'm glad you asked it. Um, so if we really want to optimally hydrate, it's essential that we have minerals in the water to bring the structure back to the water. Mm-hmm. So when I personally, when I reverse osmosis, cleanse the water, I always add trace elements back into the water. Mm -hmm. And um, it's important that these trace elements are balanced and that you get all the trace elements we need. Because as we know, with our commercial farming, we are missing so many mm -hmm. of the trace elements and it's affecting mm -hmm. every every 
almost every system in our bodies. The trace elements are really important. I love to use the quinton minerals because mm -hmm. those come from the ocean, so it's already the ocean plasma that's perfectly balanced. It has all 78 trace elements mm -hmm. in it. Nice proportion. Perfectly Perfect proportioned proportion. to mm -hmm. what our own blood plasma should be, mm -hmm. but it's probably not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you took your blood right now and we tested to see what trace elements were in there, you, you know, but it would probably not be the 78 trace minerals that are perfectly balanced, right? So when yeah. we start taking this marine plasma, the quinton minerals, then it's it's going to help our body receive all that it needs. But also what it's going to do is it's going to help with that osmotic balance between the extracellular fluid and intracellular fluid. A lot of times we think we talk about cellular dehydration. We don't have enough water in our cells. But as you know, with cancer and stuff, actually that's the cell being too hypertonic. It's too engorged, mm. right? And because we, we have this imbalance between the extracellular fluid and intracellular mm -hmm. fluid. So when, when we have the perfect mineral balance, we can find that we're going to start to be able to balance the the fluid and and that's where we find true hydration mm -hmm. yes exactly so this is what you're saying like you can just drink a lot of water mm -hmm. but never be truly truly hydrated yeah. the way because you said you drink less water i drink less water stay now. hydrated yeah i need less water my body needs less mm -hmm. so there's a lot of talk now and and i guess it brings me to the next question that i would actually like to learn more about, is like the structure of water yeah right because i've always stopped at the chemistry cleans it out adds yeah. some minerals and i'm living my best most life. of us do right right it's yeah like, okay no contaminants no We're contaminants good. which is huge right because yeah. we want to get get rid of those contaminants and i'm and i've done shows on the contaminants in water in the first place yeah what is the structure of water what does it have to do with anything who cares yeah. about the structure of water yeah it's so important I almost say it, it may be even, I mean, I think it's equally as important as the, the chemistry of the water. So we know about water that it is the source receiver of all information that it comes in contact with. Water is so powerful. It's so amazing. The more I start to study it, the more I realize how infinite it is and, mm. and how we can never really understand it completely. But the physics of the water is impacted by... Um, by all of the information that it's receiving. Mm -hmm. So everything it's come in contact with, that water when it's going through the pipes and it's coming in contact with the pharmaceuticals and all of those contaminants, mm -hmm. not only is the chemistry of the water affected, the physics of the water is affected. Mm -hmm. So that's why um, restructuring the water is so important because we want to bioenergetically cleanse that information and then restore it back to its vibrant, alive state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that? Like, uh, are we mixing water up in a bottle? What yeah. does structuring mean? That's a great, great question because there's a lot of talk about restructuring and some pseudoscience behind it too. And we're, we're still learning a lot about mm. it. Um, there's, there's still so much to understand, but I think when we are talking about structure, we want to look at the physics of what water looks like in nature. That's mm -hmm. what we always look to is like, what is the the physics of, of what water is when it's coming down the glacial mountain stream? Mm -hmm. And then we can also look at, well, what does it look like when it comes through the pipes? It's different. Mm -hmm. right? I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. 60 degrees or 90 degrees. We want to make sure that um, the physics is, is, is closest to nature, okay. obviously. So I love to use um, 
there's a restructuring device that I love to use. It's UMH, and what it uses is um, the Fibonacci sacred geometry where it's going through, the. it's like golden meme, and it goes through this vortexing mm -hmm. where it's basically cleansing the inf information of what it's been. And it uses um, crystals. There's crystals in there. There's uh, uh, the vortex. And um, it's 24 karat gold inside, and it's just, it's beautiful. You can taste the difference of the water. Mm -hmm. The tension of the water is different. Yeah, the surface yeah. tension. I can attest to that because when I was at your place, you gave me some of that water, and it was smooth. Yeah. And I was also urinating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, way more yeah. than I ever had. Like, I can drink a liter of water, and I know how much I'm going to Right. It. But I, I was drinking eight-ounce cups, yeah. and I was, like, you kept back going and forth. <laughs> Which was really interesting to me because Most then I knew it was affecting that. me. Yeah. I knew I knew something was different with the water. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like what I, I, I it was smoother. Yeah. The, the tension of the water was just like a lot more flowy. Yes. So you're saying that um, there are devices out there that help restructure the water to basically how it's found in nature, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as nature being like the barometer that we set. When yeah. We, I mean, we do that for everything, right? It's like Hopefully. nature is the greatest teacher. Yeah. Um, and are people improving when they're drinking this type of water this is why i became so passionate about water i have been running a wellness clinic for 12 years mm -hmm. i've been in medicine since i was 15 mm -hmm. <laughs> and i used to get so stuck on you know viruses bacteria miasm SAR codes like just trying to go so deep into all these things in the body and one day i just realized i was like what if we just took people back to the basics, getting mineralized, getting hydrated, grounding, sunlight, mm -hmm. movement, those kind of things, what would happen? So a lot of the clients that started coming in, I just started teaching about hydration, water, because I realized a lot of people don't even understand the basics. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, if I drink enough water, that's going to equate to getting hydrated. No, it's mm -hmm. not. So I brought them back to the basics of just getting hydrated. And I noticed that some of the people like say with fibromyalgia, mm -hmm. I had a, a client come in that she could barely pull the covers over her body. It hurt so bad to just pull the covers up at night. Um, I just had her change her water, basically make sure that she was getting clean water, adding minerals to it. And then I just had her do a basic restructuring and walk on the beach every day. Actually, she did three days a week because that was all she could do. She came back a month later and she was in tears. I have her on a video like, my life has changed. Mm. I'm 90% better. Mm -hmm. From fibromyalgia, which we have a lot of medications for. Yeah. Wow. But all she did was start to change her water and walk on the beach, which mm -hmm. we know grounding reduces inflammation in the yeah. body too and can help hydrate. Because that this is a part of hydration. There's so much to hydration. It's not just the water we drink. We need the sunlight to activate it. We need the movement to activate mm -hmm. it, you know. There's, the grounding, the, the grounding. ions, everything. It's like, it's how are we in touch with nature and how's it cycling through us? Yeah. Because that's the, that's the innate intelligence, our body knowing what to do when it's yeah. closest to its natural state. And yes. it's like, we are so disconnected We're from that. We're so disconnected. And so I just feel so passionate about trying to make wellness simple again, going back to the basics. I mean, water, I guess it's, it's not that simple. There's so much mm -hmm. to it, but we can make it simple. The simple things that we do. Um, there's some simple steps we can do to literally change our lives, to optimize our health, to modulate our immune system. Mm -hmm. We're talking so much now with the COVID, all these these 
you know, fears of this virus. And I say, okay, we've got trillions of, of bacteria and viruses in our body at any given time. Mm -hmm. Should we be worried about the virus or the bioterrain, the host mm -hmm. of this virus? Right? What's more important, the virus or the bioterrain? The terrain. Of the course. terrain. It's always been. Okay, yeah, the yeah. terrain. But why is this not being talked about that much? It's like this virus is so scary. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if it's the virus that's scary. It's the terrain that we should be looking at. Yeah, and and we we see the people who are get who get most sick are the ones with the compromised terrains in the first place. Of course. Place, yeah. Which is always interesting to me. So there's the popularity of these machines, like mm -hmm. the Kangen machine. Mm -hmm. Is is that known? Is it hydrogen water? Is it alkaline water? Is it restructured? the water yeah what 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 is the Kangen doing <laughs> that's a great question so this is a very controversial subject because people are very passionate they love about yeah oh Kangen. trust yeah. me when i put up that i did the whole water filter post and <laughs> yeah. people were like love my Kangen, love yeah. my berkey love my aqua true and yeah. i was like whoa people are and they're very it. yeah very dedicated very passionate and you're gonna find a lot of friction there if you mm -hmm. get um and a lot of misinformation uh okay so here's the thing about the Kangen. the Kangen produces hydrogen gas it's a byproduct and hydrogen gas is one of the strongest immune modulators that we have you're going to feel amazing mm -hmm. if you put hydrogen gas in your water mm -hmm. you're going to have more energy it's one of the ultimate antioxidants immune modulators and um, inflammation modulators as as well so but with those Kangen machines, a lot of people, when they first get it, they're going to feel like their world changed because of the hydrogen. Mm -hmm. It's it's not the, the alkaline water. There's no way that we can change our blood just with water. I mean, you'd have to drink, I don't know how many gallons, but enough gallons would probably kill you to mm -hmm. change your blood pH. Mm -hmm. If you want to change your blood pH, just put some bicarbonates in mm -hmm. your water. That'll change your blood pH. Mm -hmm. But drinking alkaline water is not going to change your blood pH. So it's not the alkaline water that's making people feel better it's the hydrogen and then those kangen machines what happens is if they're not cleansed because um, they get calcified then the hydrogen gas that it's producing will diminish and that's why over time a lot of people be like gosh it worked so well i felt so great but now i'm not feeling as good for my kangen so it's not producing the effects that it was before because over you're saying that um I guess a part of the machine is They is just degrades. need to cleanse, to cleanse okay, like the, they, the calcification off of I gotcha. yeah, the probes because um, then then they're going to experience those benefits of the hydrogen that it's producing. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, can we just get hydrogen water at the supermarket or is that... Is that... So you can buy hydrogen tablets. Yeah, I don't know, 40 bucks, hydrogen yeah. tablets. And what you want to do is take the hydrogen tablet, put it in about eight ounces of water. And as soon as the water gets cloudy in that tablet dissolves you drink it right away mm -hmm. because the the hydrogen is going to be diminishing over time mm -hmm. so you want to make sure you get that full potency right away yeah they have those uh, hydrogen waters that are out at air one over here and they say to drink it pretty fast yes yes said within i think fast. 10 15 minutes yeah uh went from getting it it's interesting because all these things have become trendier like 10 years ago i don't remember anyone talking about hydrogen water <laughs> um no um how do you feel about alkaline water overall then? Because it's not just Kangen, it's alkaline water or promoting that. It's like you go to, you'll see essential water, yeah. boom, alkaline water. Is, you're saying that that doesn't work. Making alkaline water out of uh, a machine, that, that's not necessarily going to be, because a lot of people are thinking they want to change the pH of their blood. That's 
that's not what's going to be making us feel better. Alkaline water is water in nature is already alkaline mm -hmm. because of the minerals that are in it. Mm -hmm. So when I remineralize my water, when I take the RO water and I add um, minerals to it, it's going to become more. It's going to become more structured. It's going to be a crystalline structure, and it's mm -hmm. going to have an um, more alkaline. So that's what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not an alkaline machine to alkalize it and then think I'm going to change my blood chemistry from that. Right. And, and as a reminder, like just physiologically, we have all of these mechanisms in our body mm -hmm. that protect us so we don't go over alkalize, so we <laughs> don't become overacetic. Yes. Right. Because if that's the case, then if I drank you know, uh, a liter of apple cider vinegar, and aside from making me really sick, if with that theory, then I'm just going to over-acidify my blood. And the same thing Thank goes the, the other up. way around. So because, you know, our, our body is a little smart to, than to let our, so our, 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 you know, dumb ego trying to be like... Our digestive system is already going to change that. Once yeah, it goes into your gut... It's I mean, a protective mechanism. Exactly. Right. So I just think that we, we, we should all pay attention to that, like... I always say that, that it's more of a ploy to think that, you know, you're going to drink this water and your whole body is going to be alkaline and cancer can't live in an alkaline environment, mm -hmm. which is true, but also cancer in itself, and that's that's from a cell study, cancer in itself can't live in an over-acidic environment or over-alkaline environment. It has its own pH environment. Yes. So, um, and not only just cancer cells, neither any cells, you put any cell, healthy cell in an over-alkaline environment is going to die. Yeah. So I, I, it, it's, I, I want to like debunk that part of the trend, but yeah. I think the importance of what you're saying is like, take this water, mm -hmm. have a good quality filter. Yes. The importance of minerals as far as helping with the structure and rehydration. And then if we can st structure our water, right? And not all of us can afford that, that right. device, uh, the one you were talking about. Not everyone about, can afford it. So we're learning a lot about water. There's there's simple things that you can do. Look, if you're at home and you are like, I have no money to spend on water, then there's ways you can upgrade right now without spending a single dime. You can take your tap water, which, you know, the city usually, there are regulations, mm -hmm. which it, we know there's contaminants, but mm -hmm. it's not usually going to kill you that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Or just, just over time. Maybe. <laughs> over time, right? Yeah. So you can take the tap water. If you're saying, I don't want to spend any, mo any money at all, the first thing you can do is take the tap water, add sea salt. Sea salt is very inexpensive, and that has minerals in it. Add a tiny little pinch of sea salt just to, to structure the water, give it the minerals that you need. Put it in a cold, dark space for seven to eight hours, and then it'll be begin to restructure itself there. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's like... Costing you nothing except maybe a couple dollars for sea salt. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about table salt. We're talking about Celtic sea salt. Okay. Um, you can start with that. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to spend a little money on an RO system, I would say the AquaTrue is an amazing one because it doesn't have the, the holding tank. And um, so you can get some beautiful water there or, you know, have it delivered to your house. Mm -hmm. How much does that cost a month mm -hmm. to have clean water delivered? Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot. Right? Yeah. Are there certain brands where they should be getting it from? Or like, are you talking about mountain spring they're water? Ma they're local mountain spring water. Oh, like here okay. in San Diego, ours is Palomar Mountain Spring Water. You know, okay. Arrowhead Mountain Spring Water. Mm -hmm. 
get mountain a mountain valley. Mountain valley, one. exactly. Okay. I love mountain valley, and that you can get those in the glass. Yes, as well. which I love, love which it. I talk about all the yeah. time about BPA. Right. Uh, so you don't even have to buy, spend, invest all that money in a in an RO. Just have that sent to your house. Okay. And then um, you can add a little pinch of sea salt to that. Put it in the refrigerator to restructure it. Is that the best? No, but it's better. We're upgrading. Yeah, right? each time. So yeah. now we have like things that we can work up to. Yes. Uh, and then see how you feel mm -hmm. in your body. And as far as like hydrating as well, I really want to stress it's not just about how much water you drink or what kind of water you drink. It's what's happening to the water when it goes into your body. What's your microbiome like? Mm -hmm. Are you moving? Because if we're moving the lymphatic system, walking, we need to move to get it into the tissue. Mm -hmm. We need to ground to the earth because we're bioelectrical beings, right? If if we don't have that current, the you know we, we always talk about we need electrolytes because we need that current mm -hmm. flowing through to get everything activated, the sunlight to activate it. So sunlight movement, grounding, and and trace minerals, trace elements, and then getting bicarbonate salts. That's going to be game changer for hydration. Mm, I love that. So again, let's let to, so we understand. Hydration is just not drinking water and sitting in your car in traffic. No. <laughs> True hydration is sort of like a ritual, a process, yes. right? You're drinking, but you have to move. You got to yeah. be outside. Put your feet on the ground. Get the sun. Mm. One of the best things is like you talk about our phone. We plug it in, but like yeah. this charges us up. Why is it called a cell phone? Because yeah. they're cells of the phone, right? Mm -hmm. But we forget to plug ourselves in to mm. the earth. Mm -hmm. Go for a walk on the beach. Why did my fibromyalgia um, patient feel so good after a month of coming back? Because she was getting hydrated and plugging herself into the earth so that now that she's hydrated, everything can be activated through the earth's magnetic field mm -hmm. in her body. And she was getting charged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because our, our cells have innate intelligence, just like you said before. They know exactly what to do. They know when apoptosis is supposed to take place. They know mm -hmm. how to cleanse themselves, cell autophagy. We, it knows everything that it needs to do. But the problem that's getting in the way is cellular communication. When these cells are not able to communicate, that's when we have problems. And dehydration and lack of that electrical charge is causing the cells not to be able to talk to mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. So that charge is, in, 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 a, in a way, activating that intelligence yes. so it works optimally. Yes. So these cells talk to each other and they go, hey, you don't look too good. Right. You're you got to die so today. Good. <laughs> exactly. We got to take care of the whole organism. Yes. You need to split up and create a yes. daughter. Okay. You need to multiply. You're looking good, You need to multiply. You're looking good. I got you. <laughs> so activating that. So I, I think it's, it's really important. Like, and this, is, this is in line with everything I say to tell people myself. Go outside. Take off your shoes. Yeah. Find that time every single day. I love that. Now, what is... What is the importance of like just, and, and I, I guess this is in line with like staying youthful too, right? Like yeah. recharging ourselves, staying hydrated, glowing, giving off that vibrancy, which you do give off. Um, I know I'm going to, listen, I'm going to tell everyone one of your secrets actually. <laughs> okay. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like getting in touch with that inner child, yeah, right? Yeah. Like um, enjoying that time, play, right? Yes. Like, so uh, how important is that? Because I guess you painted the picture of like hydration in its role in overall health. Yeah. But how is that element right there of play and connecting to yourself deeper? Mm -hmm. How does that play a role in overall health too? Is it a big pillar? Huge. Um, I call true modern well. I have these. I I'm the modern wellness advocate, and one of the pillars I say is is creative playtime. If you don't have creative playtime. I don't believe you're going to be optimally healthy. 
we need to play. That's moving. And then getting our mind just activated, excited. Like, what were we doing when you were at my house? We're jumping on the trampoline, laughing. Right, right. Right, right for sure. Moving our bodies. Mm-hmm. What else did we do? We went to the beach and we were looking at the crabs mm-hmm. and just looking at the ocean and being that like childlike play again where we're observing mm-hmm. everything for the first time. Mm-hmm. What did you feel when you were doing that? No, no. Uh, Hyper presence and just, just at peace. Yeah. Like a true peace, like yeah. not projecting to the future. And, and that was very magical to get back to that place. Yeah. You know, so I guess that's what you're saying, right? Like that, like that exploration, like seeing things through like your first time Yes. is powerful. For example, you're sitting in traffic and you're like, oh, I, you know, you know where you're going, you know, every little stop and we can just get in our brains and think like, okay, when am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. But just being able to sit in your car and, and observe like the other cars around the sunset, maybe look at the birds or whatever's around, like you're seeing it for the very first time can change everything. And then that can, that can change the biochemistry of your body. Our thoughts, our mind literally has the power to change our biochemistry. And we talked about on my show, when you're on my show, we were talking about how stress is the ultimate number one aging. The number one factor for cellular aging. Number one factor for cellular aging. And so if we can literally get into our minds and, and change our perception we are able to, that's the best regenerative medicine right there. Mm-hmm. It's one of the pillars. And it's a shift that we can make. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's right? all the way we see everything. So when I say creative playtime, I mean, even when you're in traffic, just playing with like your thoughts, like, mm-hmm. hey, what's that? Oh my gosh, what's that bird doing? Is he talking to another bird? Because if you notice, like you'll just look at animals and you'll observe and you'll see, gosh, that bird's talking to that mm. bird. And what did they do? <laughs> Yeah, because when we were kids, we did that. Yeah. But we lost touch of that as We've adults, lost right? Touch. Oh, that's silly. Why would I pay attention to those birds? Right. Right. But but the importance there is being truly present and coming back with that explorative eye mm-hmm. and seeing the world. New picture. Like therefore, when you when you're seeing the world, it's a new painting every day. Yeah. So like you're at the museum, you're like, oh wow, look at this painting. This is the painting of the day today. Yeah. Um and we no can do sunsets that. the same. Yeah, every no sunsets sunset's the same. different. I mean, yeah, so I think one of the most powerful pillars to modern wellness is to be able to set aside time for creative playtime. I have trampolines in my house, I have a tree house, I've got balance beams, just, you know, different things in my the house. DJ booth. I've got a DJ. <laughs> right, a garden to just hang out in. You had ducks. Singing bowls. Singing yeah, bowls, you have duck. everything. <laughs> yeah, you have a little surfboard balancing beam. So regardless, I know what you're saying. <laughs> But like you've made, you've made your space, uh, you, it was conducive to that. Yes. You know, so maybe we can just get like whatever we used to love when we were young, you know, a trampoline, a small little trampoline, a hundred bucks, you know, 80, a hundred bucks. Jump on it before you go to work or jump on it before you make your call. Getting that lymphatic moving. Okay. Now we're activating hydration. Mm -hmm. All right. Now that water is going to start working for me. It's not just going to sit in my stomach and then pee it out. It's like, Mm -hmm. now let's get into the tissue. So how about this for a schedule? Wake up. Drink a liter of, of clean water uh, with remineralized, hopefully restructured, going outside for a little morning rit- ritual or meditation barefoot. Oh, yes. Get in that sun. Yes. And then jumping on the trampoline. Yes. And then getting ready for work. That is right? supreme. Won't that set you up for the day? That would set you up for the day. I love that. <laughs> and I love how you truly do live that. You you stay hydrated and that's part of your life. Um, so you have this podcast, Hydration Podcast. Yeah. I was on it. 
Yes. And and we spoke for like an hour and a half. It was, it was so a long fun. one. And 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 we it's it, what is it like? Is there a theme for everything? Like every show is it based on hydration, or mm -hmm. is it just like like what hydration means to each person? Just like what can we expect out of your show? Because yeah. it's going to be a really good one. You have a lot of really good guests that I know of, so Thank I can't wait. Thank you. Well, just like we've talked about since I've been sitting here, there's so many aspects to hydration, sunlight, grounding, the minerals, the type of water, mm -hmm. the type of machines, the apparatus. There's so much. We could have a thousand shows and never mm -hmm. get to the end of it. You know what I mean? It's, it's infinite. And since our body is over 98% water molecules, I think it's something we should talk about. And when I was looking into hydration, I was looking at podcasts and I kept typing in hydrate and I didn't really see anything. And I said, you know, there's a really like untapped market here. The people need to know about mm -hmm. hydration and we don't want to sell stories. We need science. Mm -hmm. I, I need to know hard science. I'm, I'm sick of just hearing stories and these esoteric things and mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I mean, they're great too, but, but I think we need a balance of both mm -hmm. the, the, uh, experience along with backed by science mm -hmm. too, right? So I have a lot of scientists that are coming on it, doctors. Um, Just experts in their field. Experts in the mm -hmm. field so we can understand it better because it's such an important topic. Mm -hmm. We know that all dehydration is related to inflammation and all inflammation is related to disease, mm -hmm. right? So you do some deductive reasoning and you can realize that, you know, being hydrated is important. It is a pillar of health. It was my first post I've ever done <laughs> on Instagram. So I know, I know, and I'm there with you. So we could check that out. When's it going to come out? The Hydrate Podcast launches May 15th. Okay. So that's on Friday. Okay, that's Friday. <laughs> and 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 for you, um, how do people find you? Do you have a website? Yes. So it's tracydews.com, pay mm -hmm. your dues. But it's spelled D-U-H-S, like Harry. D-U-H-S. Tracydews.com. And then um, on Instagram, it's just tracydews as well. Mm -hmm. And You do retreats? I do retreats. Mm -hmm. in San Diego. I have a wellness center, mm -hmm. the Sanctuary Wellness Experience. And that's where we have people come for three days. They can come and spend on our property. We have eight private suites. You can come stay there for three days, get ultimately hydrated, peptide therapy, hydration therapy, mm -hmm. relaxation therapy, mm -hmm. jumping on, on the trampolines, beach, jump on trampolines. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, it's called the come alive retreat because you will come alive again. A hundred percent. I I mean, for the, the amount of time that I, I spent there, I was, and I didn't do the retreat. I just, we just hung out and, you know, <laughs> you got the, the a little taste of the retreat. I got a taste of the retreat and you have brilliant minds there. And, um, and yeah, like I felt alive. Yeah. I felt alive, you know, elixirs and it's just, it's just beautiful. So, um, we can do that. Everyone go check Tracy out. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to cover so much more. I mean, I think that you have an incredible story that we need to know about. So <laughs> let's, let's next show. Yeah. Whenever you want to come down, uh, it's so empowering, empowering. Maybe we should even start it with that, but I really want to talk about water. <laughs> so when you come on, will you tell us all about your amazing story, yes. life story? I would love to. Um, I think it's so, yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, teaching us about water, yeah. the steps that we can take, um, and anything else that we want to add on the show notes, we will. Okay. And uh, yeah, water it is. We stay water, we stay healthy, we stay hydrated, vibrant, yes. get outside, take off the shoes, get the yeah. sun, all that stuff, and make sure you make time for that play. Make time for play. Make time. Make sure you're you're young at heart. Get in touch with that innocence, Let's right? go jump now. There you go. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
All right, what an awesome conversation with Tracy, the water queen, the water princess, the god of all things water. Um, anyway, thank you for joining. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing. Check out next week's show. It's going to be on fire. I love you all and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Mm-hmm.